Lyndon Gooch is having a pizza party, so bring your mozzarella and your salami. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Reactions Show. Champions of Papa John's, you will never sing that. I am Roy Fallow, and reacting to this glorious victory at Wembley along with me is Wearside's number one beer there, Matthew Keelan. Good, uh, good evening. How, how, how are we? We've broken the Wembley hoodoo, Matthew. We could not be better. Um, I am noticing, though, your hair is looking still quite wet. Does that mean you were in the bath right up until the end of the game today? <laughs> or did no. you get out, like, I don't know, when Lyndon Gooch scored? No, well, they obviously would normally stay in until the first goal, but with it being a cup final, I just thought, I'll miss the kickoff. Um, so I'm taking credit. Basically, what I'm doing is taking credit for our Wembley hoodoo coming to an end. Uh, I'm currently looking at portable baths that we can take to uh, the games next season. And rightly so, and rightly so. There'll be so. more room on the concourses in the championship, of course. Very so true, very there true. Should be, there should be more room for the, your bats of this world, you know, all your beer, you know, your hot tubs. Could take a hot tub. I mean, Well, Fulham, to, to be fair, are doing that. They're building a hot tub in their new stand, I think, yeah. That is very amazing. Fulham. That yeah. is very we well, should we want... should intro everyone here as well. Of course, that is the voice of we've got a couple of our dads here to keep us in check because we might get too jubilant given something of one at Wembley. That, of course, is the voice of Wise Men Say Godfather Gareth Barker. And we're also joined by producer Rick as well. Hello. How are we? Oh no, sorry, Matt, I've just stolen your uh, your intro. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you'll be having baths next. <laughs> <laughs> He's allowed to have a bath to be fair. No, no, no. no. No, no. Nah. <laughs> Showers only. A Sunday bath has been a preserve of my family for years, like for generations of Sunday baths. For generations. Generations. Richard's just a walk and Peter yeah. K. sketchy. Yeah. Richard still has like a bath in front of the fire and like a tin <laughs> bath. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking as well. Well, you should be showering yourself in champagne as the players were doing, as Max did the Max lift today. Did we all enjoy that? We were mm. wondering, would he give it a lead bit of it? No, he was straight no, in No, absolutely not, and rightly and, so. Rightly so as well, Matthew. Um, I think it was it was an awkward game today, which we're, we're going to get into now. And we had to we had to dig in there quite a lot. But I thought Max had quite a quite a decent game. He was up against it a bit in that second half when they made their substitutions with your man, whose name I've forgotten with the double barreled surname. Um, um. It's Gary Taylor Fletcher. Yes, Gary Taylor Fletcher. Gary Taylor Foster. Um, Gary Gary Foster Journal. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Um, it's good that you yeah. came up with that really quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Really, it's good. Quite not, really not, funny. Yeah. Not rehearsed at all. <laughs> um, but he was he was up against it then. But he dealt with things quite well. And as we said on the pod on Thursday, he's been a real leader recently. He's always wanting what's best for the club. You've heard that in his interviews leading up to the game as well and I don't know there's a lot of canny lads who give their all for the club at the minute even though things have been tough lately and it's as much as it's nice for us as supporters to celebrate that I think it's nice to see those players get a little bit today and Max is very much a part of that Yeah I I agree Um, obviously I I love Max anyway but um, I think actually my favourite part of his performance was his tackle in injury time when the fella got past him and he just thought, nah. Nah. So he just tried he just tried it like completely wipe him out, by the way, <laughs> rather than just trip him over. Like he's like, I'm just gonna and he like missed, kind of. But it was like 
the uh, definition of taking one for the team in in injury time. But he's he's solid at right back, isn't he? Um, he is. He is. With like midfielders playing centre half as well alongside him. Um, well, yeah, we kind of have to get into the defence. That's the kind of the main thing today, isn't it? Lyndon, uh, sorry, Lyndon Gooch, Luke nine got... I don't want him sent off. No, I don't want him sent off. I need him further up as evidence with the winning goal. But Luke nine got man of the match, uh, given by Sky the second time in a week as well. Tom Flanagan went off injured and Connor Mack came on. Um, lovely to see him and, and had a good game as well. But I think... Luke O'Neill deserved out of the outfield players, certainly. I think Lee Burge is maybe the only one to to rival him today for that man of the match award. But Luke O'Neill, once again at centre half, absolutely fantastic. I don't know what the rest of you lads think. He was good. I enjoyed him. Um, I, 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 you're right about Burge. You're right about Burge being, I think he's my man of the match. But but O'Neill, you just forget that he's, that he's a midfielder playing a centre-half. I think everyone else treats it as some kind of novelty, but we've got, got used to it now, haven't we? It's like second nature. It's, it's not it's not like a complete out-of-body experience seeing him there now, and it's, it's testament to him that he's, that he's like adapted and he's learning the role of the centre-half and, and and kind of putting his own stamp on it as well. So it's, it's, it is good to see. I would have thought McGeady would have been up there for me as well in the, in the top three of the, the players. Um, Especially with that assist. Yeah, but I just thought he was just like wanted, like aside from Maguire in the first half. Um, I don't know, like people have their opinions on Maguire's performance, um, but I thought at least he he wanted to get on that on the ball in the first half, um, and then I think McGee did the same. But I, I would agree, Richard. Actually, I thought I would have given the man of the match a bird just for um, he. he did some really important stuff in the first half. So he wasn't particularly troubled in the second, apart from that save um, from the right back. Yeah. Um, he, um, he, the uh, the commentators were trying to create a bit of a narrative, I thought, with Tranmere. For as much as they dug in and they made things awkward for us, they had a good cross on them. Khan was quite dangerous and they put some good balls in the box. But in the first half, the best chance they had was Grant Ledbetter nearly slicing one in, which Burge... Maybe should have tipped over, but at the end of the day, dealt with it quite well. And Khan himself had a shot that Burge, again, like you were saying, Gareth made a good save from. But for as much as they could put a good ball in, there wasn't really much on the end of that was then. I think that's why they brought Nugent on to be a bit awkward, to be a bit narky, but they didn't really have that. And I think, especially when you look back on it now, obviously during the game, you're on the edge of your seat a bit, you're really nervous, especially with it being a cup final. But Looking back on it now, we weren't really, for the last half an hour or so especially, we were never under any real danger, weren't we? And I think if we'd maybe had the likes of Aidan O'Brien in, Jordan Jones perhaps, we'd have been more comfortable in the scoreline because I I think defensively, really, we weren't troubled that much. Am I being being a bit harsh? Am I hair ruffling a little bit too much? No, I think the rational... rational person in you when it comes to football I think always if you can kind of detach yourself from the game when you're winning in that position um, and if it was you and you were losing 1-0 and you put the performance in that they had you would be sitting going we're not getting we're not getting back into this no Um, and sometimes that's quite comforting if you can do that um, in a a nervy encounter Um, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to happen but I think it was only nervy in the fact that 
the the occasion of the event, the, mm-hmm. the opportunity to win something was there. And, you know, having that, the nerves come from having that taken away from you because we've had that, we've had big moments sort of taken away from us so many times over the years. I mean, it was about 83rd, 84th minute in the, um, in the Czech trade yeah. final, wasn't it? Mm. When, when, when they scored the equaliser. So we've, we've been to Wembley and played worse. No, we've oh, played, been to Wembley and we've played when, better. Much better. We have played worse as well. We have definitely played worse. But it's, it's almost nice in a way to, to kind of come away from there, having not played at our best, but kind of just got a job done. Um, and just yeah, it was very workmanlike, and it was it's just one moment, wasn't it? It was that moment where they switched off a bit, just on the hour mark, and we we punished them using yeah using our kind of better our better players and 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 you know that 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 won through in the day. Yeah, yeah. To, I want to move on the goal in a second, but Matthew, I think we have to say the defense looked much more assured once Conor McLaughlin came on. I didn't think Flanagan looked well, that comfortable at all, and that might be like a match practice, but I thought. Connor, Connor Mack, the boy, looked really solid and had a really good game for that um, 45 minutes spell he had. Well, you know, I've been trying to say for a while um, how how assured he is um, in in that central position. Um, he, look, he's he's fine, and he like he, he he plays there for Northern Ireland. He's played there against Harland. Um, to the point where he was substituted. Yes. Um, <laughs> to the because point. because of <laughs> mental because, disintegration. Because of Conor McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's really affected his league form as well. Harland's <laughs> not the player he was. Um, well, he just scored three against Bayern Munich. The well, other, exactly. Last week, and they didn't win, did they? So uh, that's, exactly. you know. Precisely. Um, I know he's great. I love him. Um, and it's just lovely to see him back. Like, hopefully, we, hopefully, he stays fit. Because all jokes aside, like that that team he played today was pretty much the only team we could play. And well, he's yeah, picked up another but, injury in Flanagan. And... It's interesting, isn't it? The fact that Lee Johnson's been very much he, he will use his substitutions, but he was quite reluctant to use them a day. Obviously, McLaughlin came on because of an injury. We saw Jack Diamond come on for Chris Maguire, and that was it, wasn't it? Um, that was it. That you was can only it, make like... your subs in three. So three breaks, can't you? So, but he But with extra potentially, if we can see with extra time, he might not the one to make that's, three. Yeah, that's what I was going to caveat it with. I thought he, he might have not wanted to take White off, or obviously yeah. McGee would stay on, and, and penalties you have to think of yeah. as well. There's all those variables, but. Ross Stewart looked like he was warming up to come at one, come on at one point, which I would have loved. I really oh, wanted Ross Stewart to yeah. make his debut at Wembley. His <laughs> only ever appearance. Yeah, it would have been when, so scores, good. Scores nice to be running again. Running not on grass again, though, which is a bit of a, a concern. It is a concern because um, he was running on the the track. But I don't, I don't know if that's a, a problem. It's, it's he's been he's he's back on the grass. onto the track, yeah. and then he will be allowed on the grass. <laughs> I thought the pitch was awful, by yeah, the way. I know really it looks heavy, nice. Did you crap. think? I, I like didn't the, pick up on that. Ah, it's just like a sponge. Like any, You have to, like, the passes looked terrible. Like, you can't, like... Oh, whoa, we've got, to, we've, got to, we've got to interrupt you, Gareth, because we're being... <laughs> it's funny, because I said, I said you couldn't get any traction on the balls, and then Frankie's turned up on the call. <laughs> yeah, we're being joined <laughs> by um, the SFC commentator himself, Frankie Francis. Um, he's still connecting yeah. the audios. He's going to 
He's going to jump in at some point while we're still recording. Um, crossover episode. We are. We are. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly the, um, exactly the EFL um, Zoom con- operator. Uh, we'll see if he says anything. We'll keep going for now. And yeah, um, Richard, you spoke. You spoke about um, McGeady being a shout for man of the match, and that ball through alone. It was. I tweeted that. Aidan McGeady did that turn and put that ball through for the, for the same part of the pitch for Lyndon Gooch when we played Doncaster and Gooch obviously didn't apply the finish, but he was not messing around this time. And yeah. that's why you have McGeady in. Gooch had a quiet game, but that's why you have him in because he can keep that composure. He can finish like that. And it was two of our better players combining and showing that bit of quality, which Tranmere do not have, do they? Like, and, yeah. and, and that showed, what, go back to what I was saying about they're, they're not showing anything in the final third. That's the difference, isn't it? And it was gorgeous yeah. to see. And McGeady's a match winner. That's, you know, that we've known that for ages, that he, that he has that, that moment where he can, he can turn things on, it, on the head. And he'd been, he'd been kind of kept quiet. He was trying, and I know he got, got free of Khan a couple of times, but he, they had a, you know, he had a watch and brief Khan that day you know, he was he was really kind of keeping him quiet and pushing him back further down the pitch and, and keeping him wide and he wasn't really able to do anything. And it was just just a lapse in concentration by by Tranmere. That's all that's all it was. They'd 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 played they'd played their tactics perfectly for an hour and then then one drop and we we punished them. And that's what McGeady does. And he's even more clinical than he than he than perhaps he's ever been for us since he's since he's come back in December. He's it seems that he's all the yes, another that, assist. Yeah, all the things that annoyed us about McGeady in the past, you know, for, for all that, all the good that he did for us, you know, his, his tendency to labour on the ball, to take a shot when he could have passed, he doesn't do that anymore. He's, he seems no. to be like everything's clicked for him and he's gone, well, I can be good for the team if I pass rather than shoot. And that pass was was, was just like that the perfect encapsulation of, of, his, of his return to the team. Arguably and, in the top three most aesthetically pleasing things to see in a football pitch is that pass that yeah. bisects everybody. So it's obviously a ball going off the crossbar. This is the top three, by the way. Okay. A ball inside the full inside the opposition fullback for an yeah, overlapping fullback. Yeah. Oh is, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. You know yeah. what I mean, don't you? Yes, I Ker- do. Like Kershaw used to do it all the time when yes. he used to play that ball. And obviously that pass that McGeady played. and Like when the pass is halfway to its destination, you realise the chance yeah. is on. But yeah. you, you haven't before then. It's the most aesthetically pleasing ball. Um, the ball inside the fullback for your overlapping fullback. And yeah. he did it, McGeady did it. was almost exactly the same against Doncaster where he did the Cruyff turn. Was it not the Cruyff turn? That Maradona turn, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, what, yeah. that's what I was saying about yeah, that. Was yeah. the, the, the same ball. But, but how nice is it as well to see Lyndon Gooch finish that off because he did have a quiet game. Um, we were debating in the group chat, would we take him off because he'd been quite quiet, quite anonymous, but he really kept his composure. He waited for the keeper to go down. Great finish. And as much as anything, Matthew, I think, you know, he's someone who came to the club at 14 years old, there was a really good interview with him in The Athletic this week where he spoke about all the managers he's seen here. You listen to his accent when he's being interviewed after that sort of LA Mackham hybrid. And it's someone who 
is an adopted Matham, you know, he's come from Santa Monica to Seaburn. He's he's part of the fabric of the club. And, you know, now he he is on that list with with Ian Porterfield and Rich Carter and Bobby Gurney and Eddie Burbanks as well. Don't forget him. As <laughs> people forget who him. scored, scored for not just scored for Sunderland at Wembley, but scored in a win at Wembley. And I don't know, I think I think that's quite fitting for for someone like him who is, like I was saying, very much part of the fabric. And he looked quite emotional when he's been interviewed after the game. And ah, oh, it's very heartwarming, isn't it? It is. He's. I mean, he's been. Obviously, you've, you've just said that he's been with us for years, um, but he's been through the the shit times that we've had um, over the the last four or five years. Really, the, the the massive fall from grace that we've had. He's obviously played in the the two defeats at Wembley, um, and it's nice to see him be involved now. That you know, there's a nice thing happened. And hopefully it's the kickstart of of better times for for all of us, but also for well for him because he he deserves he's never he's had his critics, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and you know at times he is frustrating, and he he's um he he, he could his his end product at times maybe he's not what it not what it is, but that finish today was excellent, like really composed and. I'm really pleased for him. I think he, um, I think he, I think he, he loved, he loved he it as well. He did. Like, he celebrate he did. like it's, it's fucking brilliant. That um, remember one, player... that, one of the last times. I'm sorry, Rory. No, one no, of the no. last time at Wembley, obviously got. I know it wasn't him specifically got a bit of stick, but remember when Jack Ross made the change and put Gooch up front, yeah, um, against Portsmouth and. There was a lot of sort of. Talk well, he went. About he went. Th- he went through, and he could have squared it to McGeady. I think it was in the second half, still oh, at one nil, and he and he didn't, and he tried to go for goal and kind of right. like fucked it a little bit, and he, he got a bit. Of, and that was in a bad run of form. So it is a bit of yeah redemption. redemption. A lot of redemption. A lot of redemption. I think today for a lot of settling scores today. Yeah, yeah. yeah mentioned in the show last night. Yeah, a lot of score settling. Make sure you get on your social media later. <laughs> call some people out. You know, call out. You know, start definitely. You have to start comparing it to the Fairs Cup. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, 100%. that's the most important thing because um, it'll I'm be really. I'm gonna duck out. Oh, I'm Richard's stuck an out. Richard's stuck an out. Why don't we Frank, go now? We thought Frankie was going to jump in and he's still uh, he's connecting, connecting audio. So that's of course we have a line on the uh, EFL uh, audio man. Lovely stuff. As he would say, um, I think I did that job before, but it's not really. What did people think of Josh Scorn today? I thought he was someone who never really, he didn't stop and in an awkward game where I think the midfield needed a bit more firming up. I thought I was kind of screaming at one point for bring a third man on, but I thought Scorn was all, all right today and, and showed quite a lot and dug in and maybe not the most glamorous of roles, but I thought, I think deserves singling out for a bit of praise today. Does, does anyone disagree? Does anyone agree? Uh, I thought he was all right. Um, I, I just thought he was fine, really. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't notice him that much. He made a couple of runs forward um, in the second half quite well to sort of stretch the game a little bit when we were on the, the back foot. Yeah. On the occasions we were. Um, I thought he was fine. Um, I just I felt we missed a little bit of something in the middle. Um, Perhaps because of Aidan O'Brien I, I, not being in yeah, there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I thought Ledbetter looked 
he didn't quite look at it. Uh, he was fine though. Yeah, he, you know, he was fine. He got a. I think he. I think he played a lot. I don't think he'll be playing many more games. Um, Winchester's going to come. Back yeah, then, isn't he? yeah. He would like the midfield. It just looks a little bit better with him in it at the minute. Well, Winchester. the midfield, of course, will be. Will be with Carl Winchester. Will... Well, the midfield would be lucky to have. Probably. There it is. <laughs> Come on, that took uh, too, too, too much. No, no, but I was going to. I was already. I was getting on to that in, in a minute. As I say, oh, apologies. <laughs> you won't be hearing from me again. <laughs> but um, I've forgotten what I was saying now because everybody's lucky to have Carl Winchester. <laughs> the championship will be lucky to have Carl Winchester next season. Absolutely. But um, for no, two, I for two games it. when he's on the bench, and then he's no. When we don't. Go Thanks, Winchy. Wavy emoji. All the best, Winchy. All the best, Winchy. Yeah. As he goes back to Forest Green. <laughs> so, do, uh, do you know what, though? You said like we did miss him today because I think he's been did. very good last few I know games. I just said that. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. I was agreeing with you, Matt. I, I do. I, like, like, I thought Scorn was terrible today. So, did you? Ter- yeah, I think did, terrible yeah. is quite. I don't hard. think it was yeah. terrible. And I don't I th- like, it irritates me. There's a, pass, there's like a pass on. Yeah. There's a pass on. Nah, he gets I, thought, a ball. I thought he broke up things quite well and his pressing was quite good. I thought. If, I think the, the problem I, is what you get. He I, I thought he was up, doing two men's jobs. When he gives a ball away. Nah, I thought he was doing two men's jobs today because as much as I love Ledbetter and it's yeah. great to see Ledbetter get the win at Wembley, I thought he was. And we're not going to dig our players here. You, you, you and Stephen can do that on Monday, Gareth, uh, when we're a bit more sober. But on the day where Ledbit wasn't out, I thought Scorn was doing two men's jobs at, at times, and I think deserves a bit of credit. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really like. I'm him. not a massive fan of Scorn so... as well. Like I've, I've um, massively called him out on this on this pod before. But I, Rot- I think rotten, I believe. Uh, well, I called him worse than that at one point, Matthew. <laughs> um, but he's he's been all right recently. Um, and you know, it, it's it's a bit of a shame Charlie White couldn't add to his recent form with a goal at Wembley, but didn't have... really have the opportunity, did he? He didn't. Um, there was that diving header in the first half. Um, he had the one um, in the second half that came across from McGeady, I think, which he maybe should have done better with. Uh, but... yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah but apart have. from, but he wasn't massively involved. But again, he, his work rate's quite good. And, you know, late on in the game, he's, he, he's an outlet as well. And, and Jack Diamond, stuff. Jack Diamond off the bench as well, actually, I think it's worth, worth singling out. Um, I thought he did well, Diamond. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, did very well. I just felt like sometimes I would just like, just keep running. Like you don't need to check back. I know you want a free kick in a day. Yeah, like... I, I fancied him to just drive just on run. there. Yeah, yeah. He, he he hesitated, didn't he? Yeah, because you'll get a foul eventually. Like mm. if you keep running, because like you tried that. Like Spearin made a great challenge on him when he went. He did. Through. I know he did. Because um, he had he had to make it. So if he does it, if he runs again, it's like you need somebody else to make an equally good tackle, or he brings him down in a more dangerous area. Um, but yeah, like it was, he's the perfect player to come on in that in that scenario, isn't it? We've seen it a few times where we've had the leading games and diamonds come on, and then he's he's committed people and he he's created opportunities. Um, yeah, because he picks a ball up in those spaces and put forces people to to make difficult decisions defensively. So yeah, you've got to get does. those right. 
And Maguire was 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 okay. I thought he had, you know, he had that one that dragged sort of wide in the first half. And and I just don't think he suits number ten role, Maguire. I think he's better out wide coming in from that, and it didn't really suit him. But he, he earned a bit of a start as well. And so with the options Lee Johnson had, I'd say why he included him in the start and 11. But as much as anything, lads, lovely to see the boys celebrating the way that they did. A lot of canny lads in there, you know. We spoke about Max, Ledbitter, McGeady, Maguire, Luke 09, Charlie White. Like, Burge seems a, really sound as well. Yeah, Burge is, and, and as well, we, we've spoke about him having a good game and he's been in great form recently and deserved that. And Lee Johnson was getting amongst as well. Come on, we need to pick out the manager, don't <laughs> love we? That he oh, took yeah. his, love that he took his jacket off to reveal his, his suit. Well, he walked on with his suit jacket, didn't he? And then put his mm-hmm. coat on. And then when the cameras are going to be back on him, the coat came back. Oh, fair play. He's, Big fan it, of that. Fair, yeah, fair play. Um, <laughs> I mean, you sit there now with you. Peroni Keith. for him now, you'd think. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Keith, like, definitely. I mean, Keith Hill, though, I mean, turn up in a trackie for Wembley. Come on. Love Keith Hill, though. Well, Just we're not talking up. about Keith Hill. We're talking about Lee Johnson. I'm not talking yes. about any Tranmere people right now. Yeah. Lee Johnson, we need to give him a bit of credit. He is only the third Sunderland manager to win at Wembley. And that is that is in the history books. Um, Callum McFadzian will take <laughs> the the Ron Guthrie sort of slot of doing the halftime draw in 30 <laughs> years' time. I'm very excited for that. Um, Lots of whispers and clatterings of seats when he's in the... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Instead of Dick Malone, it is going to be Callum <laughs> McFadzian. Um, but no, Lee, but Lee Johnson, like, come on, we've... We've questioned him on the pod and rightly so, but it, everything's clicked into gear recently. We're in a great run of form in the league, and he is a manager who's taken the Sunderland, who's taken Sunderland to win at Wembley, and that is that's in the history books forever now. And he was loving it at the end. Come on, he was getting amongst it with the champagne and stuff. You know and- what? He, he, but he did hang back. And let the players have their moment. He no, not yeah, not too he, much. No, I, agree, I, agree, I, agree. I eventually yeah. I wasn't there, sort of insinuating that he was um, that you were saying he was uh, too far in no, around no, it, no. but it was more he did he did and you know he's there's a togetherness though, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's been a marked improvement since he's come in. Like there was a tipping point after that Plymouth game where it was like, well, whatever you're doing now, and and to be fair. He changed it, so you know he was playing that four two 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 formation, which was not enabling us to control games regularly enough. Um, yeah, he's he's changed that now, and we we control games, and but all the principles that he wants to implement that he talks about are still present in that more traditional system. So, yeah. and it's worked, and the. The results speak for themselves. What that's nine games we've played. If you include the penalty victory over Lincoln, that's eight wins and nine with a draw. The crew, yeah, it speaks for itself. It's and Kirill was there as well. He was yeah. he, he, he got down there and got yeah. involved a little bit. A bit timid, didn't know what Donald at the end though. Donald, uh, well, not a, fucking, not a you can, you can talk, missed, you can missed, talk about I missed that. him. I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Oh, we got a mention as well, actually. Oh, did, so yeah. shout out to Caroline Barger for, for giving us a mention. Any relation Obviously. there, Gareth? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should do a family treat and find yeah, out. Yeah, you should. You should. Obviously, you know, I've obviously learned everything I know 
from her. I'd rather have Gareth Barker. <laughs> the Broncos yeah, perspective. Well, that's a bit harsh on Caroline, but I would rather have Caroline. <laughs> oh, well, let's all go and get steam and let's all have a margarita. Get your stuffed crusts. Get the, get, pull the mozzarella out, tie it around your neck so it's a medal. Sunderland have won at Wembley. Yes, it's a shame we can't be there, but that hoodoo is off our backs. We've got to enjoy the max lift. And what a canny bunch of lads as well. Uh, me and Matthew will be back on Thursday this week. We won't be recording on Wednesday, will we, Matthew? Because the match is right. on Wednesday oh, this week. All right. All to right, react yeah. to the Accrington game. And Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to bask in the glory of this Beautiful Papa John's win a little bit more and look ahead to that game against Accrington. But enjoy getting mortal tonight. Keep drinking. Um, I don't know, gone mental as much as you want. Okay. Pour one out for Lyndon Gooch. We're all getting a, a Papa John's. Have a bath. Have a bath with a pizza and loads <laughs> yeah. of beers. But very much so. Thank you, as always, for listening. Hey, 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 hey.